Welcome to the Yoga Teeth Podcast, mindfulness for dental professionals. I'm your host, Heather Bolton. I'm so excited to welcome Tiffany, the hygienepreneur. She is a registered dental hygienist, speaker, trainer, and consultant, continuing education educator, brings revenue, patient loyalty, hospitality, and living a balanced life for the dental community. Please welcome Tiffany as being a guest on the Yoga Teeth Podcast today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're doing great things out there, and it's so amazing to listen to your voice and and hear the good message you're spreading, and you always make me laugh. So, I mean, come <laughs> on, we got to surround ourselves with people that want to have fun, right? I love that. Thank you so much. I thought that your book sounds so interesting and everything you're doing too. I just want to know more about you. So your book outlines 25 keys. Right. Right. And so I actually um, started writing the book before I even became a hygienist. Now that I'm looking back on that, because I used to manage dental practices and at one point I managed six. And so, um, you know, always writing systems and always, you know, checking off the boxes as far as, okay, you know, did we hit our mark here? Are our lives a little easier because we implemented this system there? Um, And then fast forward to 2005, I became a dental hygienist and um, I found myself doing the same thing, but just in a different role. And, um, and then of course, when I met my doctor who I've been with now 11 years, he really empowered me. He was like, okay, go ahead, wear this hat, go ahead, wear that hat. And he allowed me to be me. And, um, we created systems together and, um, luckily he always was down for a new idea because I would run down to his side of the practice and be like, oh my gosh, I just thought of something great. Oh my gosh. I just, this word, I, it just came to me. We need to make sure that all the hygienists are saying this word. So that way it's, our jobs are easier. We're getting the yes from the patient. Their health is better. So it just different things like that. And, um, and then of course, fast forward, what, three and a half years ago, both he and my, he was my boyfriend at the time. Now he's my husband. So I can to write a book. Yeah. So as someone who really wanted reading once I was done in school, like I was like, I, I don't even want to read ever again. I'm so tired of reading chapter books and having a highlighter, you know, in my hand at all times and all of that. I found myself gravitating towards different books and um, reading and, and researching. And, um, and then I was in the pursuit of, you know, learning the goods and the bads of our industry. Um, and I went out and tempted 49 practices to gather outside knowledge from my own practice, um, to gather content for the book and, um, develop and, and write and reform systems and, um, systems that absolutely work. And so basically the premise of the book is, you know, how to empower hygienists, how to empower a hygiene team and to be an absolutely just the foundation for the practice and how to truly become hygiene driven and, um, enable, um, you know, just really support good patient care, practice health, but also we as clinicians evolve and we win. And so I've, I've tried to, you know, spread that message and it's been well-received and I didn't realize it at the time, how in need it was until, you know, I pushed the book out and then, um, people were just like, oh my gosh, we need this. And can you help us? And, um, can you come talk to my hygienist? She needs, she needs an arm around her, her shoulder and, and helping her because, you know, our jobs are difficult and a challenge, but also super rewarding if we can maneuver it right. 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 So that's kind of my background. And, um, 
and it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, me, you know, as far as myself, I'm, I'm using myself as kind of a test subject. Um, and I've evolved, I've, I've transitioned, um, and becoming the lead hygienist and, and then going on and, and kind of passing that torch off to other hygienists and say, okay, you can do this and, and let me show you how. And, um, and then of course I learn from them because they call me with questions and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I, I didn't even think of that. So I think all of us together, um, you know, can, can really continue climbing that ladder of success. And, and of course, you know, feels really fulfilled as a clinitioner, um, you know, both mind and body. So. Oh man, I love everything you're doing. It's uh, you're empowering so many people. Yeah, it's, it's been, um, really fun. Um, I'm a little taken back sometimes because, you know, I still practice three days a week and I, I love, I love our patients. I love, I love our practice. Our doctors are amazing. Our hygiene team's great, but it's really weird when I'm not doing my regular, you know, day of hygiene. And then I get on the computer or I get on a zoom call or I go speak somewhere and I'm, I'm doing this whole other thing. And it's, it's really strange, but extremely exciting. I mean, I, I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be and I found my true purpose and, um, yeah, it's been pretty incredible, but I mean, you've done that too. I mean, you're still practicing and right. And, and here you have this whole other mission and, uh, you're driving it yourself. So I'm sure you can relate. Yeah, I don't have, I haven't been, uh, I'm not as seasoned as you are. I'm a, I haven't been around as long, but yeah, it's, I think that I love what you said when I talked to you before, where making a difference in your operatory also creates success out of work. Do you want to talk a little more about that? Absolutely. So I, um, I, I'm so thankful that I got picked to speak at Dentistry's Got Talent. Have you heard of that event? No, where is that at? Okay, so this one um, is in Fort Lauderdale, and it's November 3rd. And so there's like, I think, 18 or 25 of us that are going to get up and speak. And um, we had to submit an application. We had to submit our course content and, of course, our teaching, um, you know, whatever we're going to be, um, what message we want to deliver. And then they accept. they accepted us. So I'm thankful to be one of those. Um, people and um, and then the next day we get to go on the Smiles at Sea cruise to the Bahamas. Yeah, that's I amazing. Mean, yeah, so excited! Like I cannot wait just to be around all those folks and just be like having fun and music. Um, but I kind of like I'm I'm kind of preparing for this event, and I'm like, okay, what am I going to speak about? Of course, I want to make sure that I'm friends with every hygienist and dentist I can possibly meet. Like that's, that's my whole thing is relationships and helping others. And in the latter part of my career, that's kind of what I want. I want to be able to go out and, and spread a mission. And so I um, came up with say yes to your why and find your true purpose. Um, outside of the dental operatory, like really, who are you, you know, and, and how do you live that and drive that and, and be happy? Um, I, it, it's really interesting how most dental professionals, we like to stay in our lane. We work super hard to get our hygiene licenses and we kind of don't want to deviate. It's like, oh yeah, okay. We're a maybe a girlfriend or we're a wife, we're a mother, we're a dental hygienist. I mean, that's our role. That's our title. Right. And I find that a lot of us, including myself, will just like stay right in that lane because it's systematic, it's structured, it's how we're built. We associate ourselves with that job and that career and it's rewarding, but you know, when you practice for a long time, then you sit back and you go, you know what, 
it's been 10, 15 years. I really want to be doing this too. So I came up with that. Say yes to your why. Really find your true purpose in life outside the dental operatory. So that way you can be enlightened and be empowered and, and have fun in life and get back to your roots. Like when you were a kid, what did you love to do? So mine, mine is horseback riding. So I don't know if you noticed on my, my social posts that I'm, I'm taking uh, riding lessons, dressage riding lessons. And that's something like as a kid, I would ride Western and I had two horses, but I've been practicing so long and just being a provider for my two children. And then they grew up and it was like, okay, I need to do this. I need to practice what I preach. And that is, I got to find something else outside of this profession and outside of all these titles I have, that's just for me, that gives me peace of mind, um, internal and external well-being, because you're working the body both. And I'm really enjoying it. I love that so much. I love horseback riding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not very often. Like I wish I could ride every day, but yeah. And uh, I've done yoga on a horse. That's super fun. If you ever want to try that. I've never seen that before. It's so fun. Oh, wow. Well, I think what what's amazing is when you're you're like taking care of a horse and there's so much more into it just brushing them and cleaning their feet and putting a saddle on and getting ready like they have tins units for these animals like their backs it's such a trip you know they they put ice packs around their legs after after you ride i mean there's so much more into it now but i'm just having a lot of fun learning and um and just enjoying being you know, a student again, because my trainer, she's, she's really lovely, but she's tough. And um, I'm enjoying that. So, you know, I'm trying to kind of spread that word to other dental professionals. So that way they can have fun and avoid burnout, because you have to have something outside, you've got to, you know, of course, work out and all of that, but really, you know, do something different that brings you joy. So, you know, if that's volunteering, if that's, um, you know, you, you have a benefit you want to go to and you, you, you set aside that time to really, uh, work that cause, um, it kind of turns your mind off and it gives you a little refresher. And then you go back to the dental operatory and you can perform and be with your patients because you're a happier you. So, um, But, and I also know the success financially behind being hygiene driven and um, showing the doctor who we're so thankful for, right? Because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to go in and go to work every day. Mm -hmm. Um, But showing the doctor that you got the goods and that you have leadership and you will basically take ownership of that department. And when you do that, it just makes you as a clinician feel really good um, and very empowered and um, and evolved and not bored and all of that. So that's that's what I'm trying to to get that message out and help others. And luckily through the book, um, it's it's been doing well, so that's good. Um, and but we definitely want to do a lot more. And that's why, of course, I'm on your podcast this morning is because I know you have a really awesome following and you're doing great things yourself. And I was just like, gosh, I really, I really, really like to be around people that make me feel good and um, where we support each other and all of that. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I love your story so much, especially and. I can tell that you're that hygienist that is so supportive um, to all the staff. And that is like one of my biggest priorities. I want to have the dental assistants, the office staff, the dentists, all to feel supportive because I feel like as we empower each other, we, we can all become like the best in the office, that our whole office is the best. Like it doesn't need to be a competition at all. 
Isn't that the truth? Yes. And you know, the, the term, it's not my job. It's never been in my language. Um, when I was in the front, I, I went and got my x-ray license because I was finding that the team was kind of like when they had the emergency patients show up, they're like, oh, we don't have a room clean. We we're, we're, we don't have time to take that x-ray doctors. I've got to be with doctor. And I was like, you know what? I know I manage this office, but I need to get my x-ray license. And so I went down to get that just to take that off of the assistance because they work so hard. And it was so wonderful to be able to, you know, say, come on patient, let's go and take them in the back. And then I at least can take an x-ray and do an, a, a little assessment, right? You can have a conversation and interview with patient. So at least that's done. And it did take some burden off the staff. So even to this day, before I leave work, like yesterday, I got off a little early. And the first thing I said was, hey, guys, before I go, is there anything I can do for you? And, you know, our doctors are busy. We did notice a patient. He was like 72 years old and he was kind of pacing in the reception area. And, um, my doctor was like, who's that, you know, what's going on there. And I said, uh, and I'm looking at the schedule. I go, Oh, I think it's this gentleman right here. And I said, but you don't have an operatory open on your side. You know, everything's everybody's in there. And one of the girls didn't get a chance to clean one of the operatories and, and you should have seen it. It was like, it was a bridge prep and there was, impression uh, yeah. <laughs> there was stuff everywhere. And I'm like, okay. And that, that me, I clean up as I work because I have to have things tidy, but mm -hmm. they have their process and I don't even know it. So I, I run in there and I just start grabbing trays and I put aside the impressions to make sure those don't get thrown away. And I'm putting caps on things and just kind of, and one of the little girls, she walks in, she goes, what are you doing? And I said, we've got this guy pacing in the front and I have a minute. I just thought I'd help you you know, clear some of this so we can get it cleaned up and get them back. And, um, she was like, thank you so much. And I go, well, I don't even know what I'm doing right here with this equipment here, but at least I'm trying to help. So we do that. Our staff is really good. And, and I think that if you lead by example, then others will follow. Wouldn't yeah. you agree? I completely agree. Cause I think having a team aspect in the office if uh, somebody doesn't have that, then do it and then right. people follow. It is actually very empowering to even witness. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I love that so much. What would you say to someone who has never really had that mindset? Like not saying that it's necessarily bad. They just haven't learned it yet. Like and say that right. they just stay in their lane. They're in their box. Like what advice would you have for hygienists that have never even really thought about working outside of their lane or outside of their box? Cause they want to be like, they don't want to get in other people's way. Like what True. would be your advice? True. It was kind of like, um, I worked for the, um, health council, um, at one point because my mother knew the director and, um, and it's very like, you do this, you do that and all of this. So I showed up to work that day as a temp, but it was for my mom's, you know, friend. And they, a lot of people didn't show up on their schedule and I'm sitting there like, what am I supposed to do? So I got up and I started to do sterilization. Right. And the two assistants looked at me like, what are you doing? And, and I said, Hey, I had <laughs> patients cancel. I just wanted to help clean up a year and help you guys. And they're like, no, you need to go back to your operatory. There's magazines there. You can, you know, you can read your magazines or whatever. And so, what? yes. So the health council set up a little bit different than the normal dental office. But I remember that. And, um, and I just remember thinking to myself, it's got to be different. And so I've always been a team player. And I think realizing like the front office has its struggles and oh my gosh, their job is so hard and the assistants have their struggles and, and the doctors and all of this. I think the advice I would give is when you put yourself in that team member's shoes, you want to help them. You just want to help them because they're your teammate and 
when you can honestly look at them and say, gosh, their job's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the front office, I mean, we've got eight hygienists, three doctors going, right? So that's 11 providers. And you've got how many patients checking in and out? Those girls, I mean, you talk about us having to talk a lot during the day. The way answering the phones, checking in and out, that position has its struggles. So noticing the struggles and the challenges of our other teammates' departments will will help us go, no, we need to help them. Like if a patient walks through the front door and everybody's on the phone, we're saying, hey, nice to see you. And if you don't know their name, you say, my name's Tiffany. What's your name? And they'll say, Josh. And you say, hey, thanks for coming in this morning. I got you checked in. Then that totally alleviates the front office off of, you know, having to, to look up from the computer to, you know, get, get that patient checked in. Um, and the patient is noticed and recognized. We're standing up and greeting them like someone coming into our home. And mm-hmm. there's just great value in that. But you know, leading by example, I'm really feeling, I feel like it does trickle to the other teammates because they want to do it too. And when they see it, they're learning it and then they do it. So that's it in a nutshell, but, um, you know, just really appreciating our teammates and, and how hard they work and what they're doing is, is so important. Yeah. I think people feeling appreciated really makes a big difference in helping them when we have time um, is a really good action for showing appreciation for them. So I completely agree. What is like your favorite tip that you've learned in dentistry for building um, that whole aspect of the office, like a positive supportive office? So we all know how to scale. Uh, We all know how to do the clinical procedures and hygiene. But the big savvy thing that I think takes some some, um, skill is how to build that rapport with a patient and build the trust. And um, and basically, don't just don't just practice hygiene. You practice a hospitality based hygiene. White glove service. So when that patient walks in through the door, you're doing the hospitality build, meaning so great to see you. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for starting your day with us. So excited. I'm sure you have a super busy day. Um, And then we, hey, get cozy in the chair. Um, How's your family? How was that trip that you just took? That right there, it's, it's, it's amazing because the patient, they will trust you because you're not just talking, speaking to them about their dental care, which you're going to do, obviously, but building that rapport keeps your schedule full for life. Mm-hmm. When you have that relationship with the patient, the patient trusts you. They want to show up and please you because they like you. And they're going to refer their friends because you make them feel good. So I think the biggest practice of hygiene needs to start with the relationship building. You build with a relationship. You give them the hospitality. You treat them like they just walked into the Ritz-Carlton and they're your guests. And you're so excited that they, they joined you today, right? That right. you have that special moment with them. So, and being excited about just them and their life and where they're going. And then, of course, you, you, you know, you're t- speaking dentistry and, oh, gosh, yes, you and doctor discussed the upper right last time. I see, I see you haven't gotten that scheduled yet. So um, we're going to revisit that today. Okay. And going on with their visit, you know, but um, being that patient advocate is and, and truly treating them with great hospitality is like the biggest trick to hygiene department building. I mean, you will build so quick if you can, if you can just be a hospitable type of practice. Yeah. I want something that that reminds me of is I don't like to call it a waiting room. I like it to call it a welcoming room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I, I love that because 
a lot of times we don't, we don't want to make them wait very long. Obviously there's days and times that that may happen, but try and make it like a more of like a fun, welcoming environment. Not like they're having to just wait there in anxiety. Right. Well, and you know what else? It's kind of interesting because my background before dental, I worked at the Ritz Carlton as well as La Costa Resort and Spa. And so my hospitality based type of practice, that's just me. I mean, I would treat the guests um, with extreme white glove service. I never said no to them. That's the other thing. It's, it was always a yes. And, um, and, and they felt good about that, that they're going to win every time they came in because I would give them five-star service. I would say yes to them. I would take care of every need that they wanted. And I appreciated them as guests of, of the resort. And so, you know, when a patient comes into the practice and if I see that they have a cup of coffee in their hand, I'll say, Hey, I'm so glad you grabbed a cup of coffee there. And, and I'm glad that you're enjoying that. And, you know, just that concierge type of, of mm-hmm. feel and mentality and, mm-hmm. um, you know, patients love it. They love to be pampered and they love it when you say their first name. When that doctor walks in, we've got to make sure we're saying the patient's name because our poor doctors, especially with eight hygienists, are like just moving from room to room and they're doing their own. So we say, hey, you know, John had a great visit today, doctor. We took some wonderful pictures for you. Oh my gosh, he did so great with the pictures. And you know, and then, so you're saying the patient's first name. So that way the doctor is like, Hey, John, how are you? You know, and the patient goes, Oh, he knows me. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that we just said his name. Right. Right. But it's all these little tricks that, that we need to help our, our teammates and help our doctors. So that way, you know, they can, they can do what they need to do and get on to the next thing. And so anytime we hygienists can practice with these little tips and it helps our, uh, stress level be reduced. It's also going to trickle to our doctors and the rest of the team. So, um, you know, that's, that's a given. Yeah. I think that that's great because that also builds trust with the dentist and with the patient. And that's like you said before, that is one of the most important things because, that builds the relationship and the rapport. What would you say to someone, a hygienist that doesn't have that relationship with their dentist? Because I really love the relationship that you have with your dentist that you that you explained in the beginning where it was like, I have a great idea. And he was very supportive. Right. How can somebody take advantage of that in a good way or start that relationship with someone when the dentist may not be supportive, may or not be supportive. So what I found, and when I, when I went to the 49 practices and I temped and they didn't know what I was doing, right. They just were like, Oh, call the personnel service. We got this girl. Okay. She's coming in. So I found that a lot of the doctors, they didn't even know what I was doing. So they weren't trained. So I would go to do a handoff and the doctor would be speaking over me and he wouldn't let me deliver the message before he went into his part. Right. Cause it's like a dance. He didn't let me lead. So it wasn't until like the fourth patient of the day that I kind of walked over and here I'm a temp, but I said, doc, Hey, I want to, I want to help. I want to help the communication within the practice can you, can you let me start? And I'm going to give you all the information because I think that'll help you have a more efficient exam and you can be in and out in like 10 minutes. What? I, Oh, I didn't even realize I was doing that. I said, I know, I know, but can we practice this? Is that cool? Can we practice it? And they're like, yeah, the rest of the afternoon was brilliant because I was, you know, I was in my mode. I love handoffs. I'm I, I do it very efficient and I give the doctor the information he needs and then I'm quiet and I let the doctor do his thing. And at the end of the day, he goes, okay, who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> but what was happening is the other hygienist, there was one on each side and they were like, 
what, oh my gosh, that is so great. That handoff thing. And I said, yeah, I said, yeah, the handoff is, is brilliant. And, you know, so there's a chapter in my book where I talk about, you know, the, the assistant to hygienist handoff, the hygiene to assistant handoff, the hygienist to doctor and hygienist to front office because there's so much communication that happens and we want to make sure we're on point. So we of course appear very brilliant and very bonded as a team in front of the patient. Um, but the doctor, if you kind of have to train them sometimes because they don't know what they don't know, they they're just exceptional clinical providers and they're, they're dealing with like their administrative of the business. They have a lot on their plate. And so if, if, if that is kind of, Hey, can we work on this together? Then they're going to say yes. And hopefully they'll get out of the way and just let the hygienist do her thing. Right. And that helps him because then he can focus on other things. So, but I think that we have to really, you know, ask permission of our doctors and just say, Hey, can we work on this? Hey, can we do this? And the minute that you show that ownership, and you're that unicorn, doctor's going to let you do it. He doesn't want to do it. Oh, man. If he wanted to do it, he'd be cleaning teeth. He'd be the hygiene department too. So, you know, that's, that's the thing is, is you can communicate that with your doctors. It's okay. And when you do that, it's, it's an amazing experience for them. And they'll be so lucky to have you like, oh gosh, she's taken this whole thing off of my plate. Mm-hmm. Plus, a, a successful hygiene department is a successful dental practice. And dentists know this that it is extremely important for hygiene departments to be productive and successful. So that way, that dental practice is viewed as more valuable. So, doctors that get it, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful thing, but it does take some time and training and also practice. Like, you have to practice handoffs and then practice it again, because sometimes we lose sight of it. So, um, and we're kind of experiencing a little of that in our practice right now, where we have to go over the handoffs again, because our front office are, are asking for more information and some of the teammates are not giving it. So we're going to, we're going to go over it again. So, and, and everybody will be up back on board and it'll be fine. But, um, but I think practicing that with our doctors is really important and setting a time, a little bit of time aside to have that one-on-one talk is great. Yeah, that is amazing. I could talk to you all day. I, <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on today because you have so much information and I feel like we just got like a little teaser of your book and wh- how can you, uh, my listeners uh, buy your book? So it's on Amazon. And if you just type in hyginepreneur, um, it'll come right up and uh, yeah, they can get it there. And then of course I have uh, more information on my website, the hygienepreneur.com and um, everybody can go on there as well. And, and it's just, it's just, I'm just so very grateful that I even get to be sitting here with you and having this brilliant conversation with you. I mean, you're doing such great things. And I just want to continue to support all these hygienists, male and female that are doing these things extra. It's like beyond the dental operatory, they're doing other things and, and, and then helping themselves along the way, which is, you know, really, really a plus. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on today. I really appreciate it. I it's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I don't even know the cool kids. Like, I'm just like seeing my patients, spending two and a half years writing this book, right? Like all of this. So I'm in Europe enjoying, you know, our honeymoon and I connect with Elijah and Elijah, he owns uh, Smiles at Sea. So he puts on dental conferences on the cruise ships and, um, he also, I think he does dental festival. Um, he, he also does, and he's a hygienist that doesn't practice anymore, but he, he puts on these fun events and he's also DJ smiles. So he's like 
Okay. You know, he's doing his music and all of that. So when we connected, he's like, how have you and I never been, we haven't ever connected before. I'm like, well, because my nose was just writing, you know, I was, I was either practicing or I was writing, you know? So, um, and I would go to my conferences and, but you know, they're, they're the conferences that, um, are boring. And so I, I said to myself, if I ever speak and I ever get out there, um, I want to do the fun ones because when you're, when you're kind of farther along in your profession, you're like, you know what? I've been there, done that. I've heard whoever they're fantastic, but I want to have fun. I want to experience something new and that energy and all of this. Well, Elijah is giving that to me. So he's introducing that to me with his conferences. So um, dentistry's got talent. I guess we win um, prizes. Um, like, and you get this belt that I guess you get to wear on the cruise ship. Like, you know, as bragging. Oh. Yeah. I, mean, I can't wait to see all of this. I- so um, I, I haven't, I haven't like, I had to tell Elijah because I had to get his permission, mm-hmm. but um, I'm going to be doing something totally different on stage. Um, something that dentistry has never seen because we're extremely like business, little bit polished formal. Um, you know, if we're business casual, we're wearing our dresses and our little sweaters or mm-hmm. our, our suits. And um I, I want to get out there and just shake things up. And so um, on that day, when I speak, I'm going to have a whole different type of presentation. And um, I, I, I just think it's going to be fun. And that's the whole premise is I want to have fun. So if, if everybody likes it, cool. If they don't, well, at least I know in my heart that I, I brought it and I was going to have a good time and, um, and that I'm delivering that message to help others. And, and that's the huge thing is that pursuit of joy for me. So, but yeah, it's, you'll have to connect with him and look at what he's doing because he speaks very, uh, he's just really awesome and really good heart and, um, wants to help others. And, um, but yeah, so that's kind of, you know, one of, one of the big things that's happening for, for me and, um, and promoting the book and, and all of that, but it's just so cool. And like, I wouldn't have even met you if I didn't meet Caitlin. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And do you, did Caitlin tell you how she met me? No. How did you meet uh, Caitlin? Oh. The Alive okay. Genesis. Yes. So, so Caitlin is, um, she practiced in Encinitas, California, and which is like 15 minutes for me here. And then she went on to um, be a yoga therapist for the dental, um, mm-hmm. industry, everybody, right. It doesn't matter who you are. Um, you need Caitlin. Okay. So, um, she did that. And so her doctor, she worked for, I went in and I tempt. So the book wasn't done yet. He was one of the offices that I was gathering information. Like, you know, like he didn't know what I was doing, but I, I went in several times and helped them. And I really liked him, but patients would walk in and go, Oh, you're not Caitlin. You know how that goes, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I know. And I hadn't met her yet. I'm like, I know she's doing great things. You know, she's a yoga therapist for the dental industry. And, um, but you know, she, she's all in here. She said such nice things about you and, and I hope I can fill her shoes, you know, and then I would see them. Right. So eventually we got connected and it was like an instant friendship. Like we, we, it was like, we just could speak and share and, um, just awesome support the two of us and ended up going to a couple of dental conferences together and had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like that. So then through her, she was like, you have to meet Heather. So, you know, and here we are support each other and and just I just love what you're doing and I looked on your website with all the apparel super fun I mean I love that right you are so nice 
I I love Caitlin so much. She's so supportive of everyone around her and she's doing really good things because ergonomics and everything that she's doing is very needed because there's a lot of pain and burnout in dentistry. Yes. Well, and one thing I talked to her about, I think two weeks ago, I said, Hey, when you go into temp at an office and you tell me if you ever experienced this, okay. You go in there and if they have a terrible chair, you're hurting after eight hours, like your back's all messed up. But if they have a good chair that supports you, and I was telling her, I said, I would go to those offices and they they would have terrible chairs, like, and it doesn't cost much. I mean, Amazon, you can get a good chair. I just bought one for or my doctor bought me one in, in, in my practice because I said, Hey, this thing won't go up anymore. And I have real long legs. And, and he's like, well, just go, you know, buy a chair that works for you. And so I went to my front and I said, Hey, find me something, but, but you know, I'm frugal. Don't spend a lot of money. And so we looked at all the reviews and it came and I'm just like, ah, oh, this thing is awesome. I love it. What your chair was it? Uh, it was one, I'll have to send you the link, okay, perfect. but it was so good. And, um, And, you know, there was another practice that I'm helping coach. And I kind of told the doctor, I'm like, hey, you want to keep staff? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you need to change out your chairs because have you noticed why why your hygienists are standing up to scale all day? I mean, this is happening. And like, I didn't even realize that they're standing up because their backs hurt when they sit in those chairs. Mm -hmm. So it's simple. It's like, you don't have to spend a ton of money because we don't want to do that to our doctors. We know they have budgets, but things like that matter. You want to keep a staff member. You got to make sure that their working environment is healthy for their bodies. And because you want them to stay with you. Like I've been with my doctor 11 years. I mean, and after I had that experience at this practice that I'm coaching at, I went right into my doctor and I said, Hey, thank you for getting me that chair. And he looked at me and he's like, okay, you know, like, <laughs> all right. Okay. You're weird. Yeah. And I said, no, cause you know what? I don't know if I've ever in 11 years said, thank you for the way my operatory is set up for being proactive. When I say, Hey, this chair is junk, get rid of it. I need something better. Um, and you know what it was and he was just like, Oh, thank you so much. And that makes him want to do more for me, right? Because I appreciate him. Right. Right. So, um, but anyways, so that's a big thing for both you and Caitlin. It's like, I shared it with Caitlin. That's a whole other like avenue of, you know, get out there and spread the news. You want to keep staff. You got to keep them feeling good. So it just starts with a chair, making sure your hygienists have loops. I mean, so we're not like bending over and stuff. There's still hygienists out there practicing without loops, which I, I think is, um, you know, it's, I don't know. I'm just a big advocate for loops, uh, you know, and helping save the back and neck and all of that. So. No, exactly. I, um, the hygienist that basically influenced me to be a hygienist, he didn't practice with loops for years because his got stolen. And so he ha- hadn't had loops for like five, 10 years. Wow. And he just got some Ergo loops and he's like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever had in my whole life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it, and my sister as well, we both went to the same hygiene school and, but she graduated before me and, um, she didn't have loops forever. And then now she has them and she's better. I mean, she was going to the chiropractor, I think a couple times a month. And wow. here I was practicing five, six, five, six in the beginning, because I had two children to take care of. I was a single parent and I had zero back pain, zero neck pain. I'm like, you got to get these things. I mean, you know, of course our class, they kind of issued them to us, you know, but um, it's just so important to take care of your, your physical and, um, and all of that. So, um, but yeah, so Caitlin and you, I mean, that's, that's longevity, longevity of hygiene practice life, right? When you, when you have that. So for that. Right. And a happy hygienist will have a happy environment and then it just keeps going. It's like, oh. a, 
and they want to do more in, in all of that. You know, they want to do more. They're more off to say when the front says, oh, we just had an extra patient show up. Right. I mean, this happens. Can you see them? And you're just like, yeah, I can all clean them. If they can do the x-rays and then push them over to the other room for exam, I can totally do it. I mean, because if your body feels good, then you're going to say yes. Right. Right. So, uh, but that's just a, a small part of it. But I was just so appreciative that uh, my doctor reacted as quickly as he did and just said, yeah, order what you want. And, but he knows that I'm not going to buy a $500 chair or something, right. you know? but um, yeah. So it's, it's just very important. So thank you for what you and Caitlin are both doing. And, and I'm glad that I got to meet you through her and um, yeah. And I love your work. Uh, your coloring book is so cute. Oh, thank you. I can't wait to get to know you better. I'd love to have you on again because I feel like we just got like a little droplet of information, like I said before. And I am so excited to hear about your conference and the dentistry got talent. I'm kind of uh, on the edge of my seat to see what the surprises are. Is that available online or is it in person only? No, no, it's online. And so um, they're supposed to send me the information uh, next week. And I'm, I'm like itching to get it because I have the contact information for all 49 practices that I tempt at, as well as the, the offices that I coach at and, um, all the information. When I speak, I always get, um, the team members emails and the hygienist emails and everything. Cause I like to stay connected with people and I've told them about it. I'm like, guys, you can watch this thing and it's going to be fun to watch and you get these CE credits for free. And so they're all waiting for it. So I think uh, Elijah and his team are push it out next week. And then I can send it uh, to you most definite. And then you can send it to all your people because they want a lot of people watching. So um, I think this is the first time in three years because they had, because of the pandemic, they, they weren't cruising. So this is the, this is the first one. It's the comeback cruise. That's what they're calling it. And, uh, but it's fantastic, but yeah, the, the, all the offices that I am in contact with, I just told them, okay, as soon as I get it, I'm going to push it out to everybody and put it, put it on all my social channels. And, uh, so that way we can benefit from that and, and just be entertained. And I think they're supposed to tell me exactly what time I speak at. So if they tell me, then I'm going to post that too, because I have a lot of people that are like, oh yeah, I want to make sure yeah. that I, my head's not in someone's mouth and then you get on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and it's only 10 minutes. I mean, I'm only up there for 10 minutes. And then, and then if, if I, if I, you know, hopefully if I make it to the final round, then it's just five. So, um, but yeah, and there's such good people that they picked. So I, I just think it'll be really great for everyone. I love it. I'm so excited. I'm definitely going to tune in. I, I'm so excited. And I want to share that link with all my listeners and friends. Good. You're awesome. I have. Yes. All the assistants. Yes. Like we're all done in your doctors, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, I think I watched a video of you doing the air water on your doctor. <laughs> Was that your doctor? Yes. Isn't he so fun? He's so fun. I showed my husband. I was like, look at she's doing to her doctor. That's awesome. He's a good sport. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Yeah. And he's so fun. Like he is very similar to what you were saying about your doctor, like being really supportive, like, oh, that's a great idea. And this, like, I, I work, I have three doctors in my office and they're all so supportive like that. And he's a, he's a pretty good sport about that. Cause I, I want to make dentistry fun, but we can also be professional and fun at the same time. Right. Oh, most definite. I mean, it's, it's so important for us to have an environment that is like, it's lighthearted mm-hmm. for doing our business, which is patient care. And of course, taking care of the practice. But there's that, that air of, we got you, it's okay. And we have each other and it's all good, you know? So, um, but yeah, so it sounds like you're in a really great environment. I, I just love that. But when I watched, I was like, oh, so cool. 
I love that, that they're having fun together, you know? So, cause the patients see that they see, uh-huh. Oh, look what, what a great boss he is. Look what, what a great dentist he is. And that he's right there having fun with the girls and he's relatable, all of that. So, and it's, it's important, right? Exactly. And those kind of videos, they usually share on their uh, dental practice, Instagram too, like on their story. And so like patients can see it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I bet you everybody loves that when you're, when you're on, you're like, Heather's doing this. And they're just like, Oh, what's she going to (laughs) do? It's just so fun. Like the whole office, like it, it, it doesn't take that long too. And I feel like having that relationship, whether your dentist is more serious or silly, like just being able to be a little lighthearted with them builds trust and a really good relationship and patients can feel the vibe, even if uh, it's not talked about, if that makes sense. Oh, it totally does. I mean, it's just, it's all about that. I mean, and patients will say it. Oh, I love coming here. I've been coming here 30 years. Mm-hmm. You look so great. Dr. Brown always hires the best staff, you know? Um, when I was on vacation for a month, I had, I had patients texting me saying, I, I left, you're not there. I left. And I would text him, get back in there. The girl that's seeing you is fabulous and you have to get your teeth clean today. And I'll just see you on the next round. If you don't, I'm going to be slammed when I get back. And they're like, fine. I said, get back in there. I mean, here I'm in Europe texting these patients to <laughs> But patients, they, they like their people. Right. And, you know, when you portray that era of fun and I got you, I'm your advocate. I love your family and the doctor's right there with you. It's like your practice is going to naturally grow because people want to be around that. So. Yeah. Making the patients feel important and heard. If that's either about their family or about a dental concern, making them feel heard, that's actually really powerful, exactly like what you're saying. So yeah, yeah, I completely agree with all of that. I love that. And the, the thing is, like, I love what you said earlier about when you're like replacing a hygienist or whatever, that can be kind of intimidating because they've already fallen in love and built that trust with a relationship or with that hygienist. And so I had to do that a lot when I first started at my current practice. I'd be like, I just wanted to let you know, I'm sorry that she's retired. And um, and I don't know how you feel right now, but I know that it would be really hard for me if my hygienist left because I'm very attached to them. And I appreciate you letting me clean your teeth today. And I'm really excited to get to know you, like validating them, even if they may not. But like some people are like taken aback, like a lot. And so before they even can express it. But I like what you said about also saying, she told me this about you and I'm really excited that, and I've heard really good things about you. Like, I, I want to add that. I really love that you said that. I, when the patients, like just yesterday, two came in and they were like, well, she didn't do like you. I go, she's amazing. And, and here's what's crazy. Our operatories are open. So I'm like, really, really? But they just say it because they don't care. And I go, she's amazing. Oh, my gosh. I'm seeing everything she did for you on the last visit. And she took such great care of you. Oh, that makes me feel so good. Mm-hmm. And I'm always telling, saying that about my teammates. Oh, I'm yeah. always making sure that, this, that those patients know that everybody in that practice is five-star. Like they're there to serve them. And, and, and I, and, and to your point, when I started there 11 years ago, they were like, who are you? I've been seeing that other girl for 20 years or whatever. And I just said, Oh, big, big shoes to fill. I'm just let me know because I want to emulate the way that she took care of you or he, and um, I'm reading all these notes. And, and if there's anything I need to know to do special for you, please let me know because my biggest concern is I want to make sure that you feel good and that, that we're gentle in this process and, or whatever else it is. And, and next thing you know, it, they're like, Hey, you were okay, but I think you're right. (laughs) Just taking the time to say, I get it. And I'm going to do something special for you. Then they're there and not just get in there and start working. It's right. 
is this, are there any areas that are um, sensitive while she sees you? What does she do? What does she do for that? What did she do for that? You know? Yes, I, I completely agree. I love asking patients, like, is there something that um, this hygienist did that you absolutely loved? Or is there something that you don't like? Is there anything that I can do to make you more comfortable today? Because this visit is all about you. Yeah, that's so lovely. I love that. Yeah, it's it's just showing that heart and that realism, right? I mean, we just want to be real with people. And 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 generally, it, it just it works out okay. Then all of a sudden, you've got a following. Yep. I love, obviously not every single person's going to love us. And that's why I love having different hygienists in the office because we all have our different styles. And if somebody does it this way, that's okay. They're, they're amazing. Exactly. Like what you said, but then, um, but I, I also do it this way, but I am happy to switch it up for you if that makes it more comfortable, but this is the why I do it this way. Exactly. Then it, I think it kind of makes them a little more comfortable. Some of, some of our, I was lucky to go to hygiene school later. So I I was trained like our younger hygienist, Mm -hmm. Um, but our older ones, the the patients will say, she doesn't do that. She doesn't do it. And then I'll say, well, we all have been trained different. All of our dental hygiene programs teach different methods. And, um, and this is why I do what I do is because I was trained like this. So you know, cause they get kind of confused, but you don't want to bad mouth with the other hygienists no, no. they were taught or what they're not doing, because we all know that, you know, sometimes you go out there and you'll see things and, but you just say, Oh, they were, they were taught different. They went to a different school and, um, but we all do a great job and we're all here to serve and, right. and just keep it positive. But, um, but yeah, I think that's why I like to just, I like to practice. I mean, you know, it's like patients will say to me, oh, you're married. It's really weird. They go, oh, you're married. Are you going to stay home now? I'm like, what are we like? <laughs> no, I have working and I love it, you know, and, yeah. and then people say, well, you're now speaking and you're, you're coaching and you're teaching. And, um, are you going to stop practicing? And I say, no, I have to be in there because, you know, when you get up and you're speaking to people, you want them to know that you're experiencing those experiences every day, just like them. And you're dodging and weaving just like they are. So I think that's important, you know, to keep our foundation as our foundation. So, you know, that's why I still do. I think I, I work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, eight till six or seven. Um, And it it works for me. And, um, and then the other days in the evenings, you know, we're of course, doing, um, the hygienepreneur, I mean, anything evolved around that. So just like what you do, you know, in between patients, you're doing things and then at lunchtime and then after work and then the weekends, right. Um, we find time to, to, to grow our businesses that support the hygiene. Um, coming on today, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I, I literally wish I want to go to that conference in person. It sounds so fun, but I can't wait to see it online. And I, sorry, I wish I could talk to you all day, but you are a hygienist. We're both hygienists, but the way you're talking and the way that I can tell that you're an amazing hygienist, I want to go and get my teeth cleaned from you. Like by the way you're talking. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. We're just we just do what we love. Right. But I want to get you a copy of my book. So will you do me a favor and email me your address and I'm going to mail one out, a copy out, um, to you. And then that way you have it. Um, and then, um, I'll definitely send you the information as soon as they get it to me on that. So we can push that out to everybody. Cause it's, it's so valuable. Um, and then, yeah, let's connect again, you know, anytime. And then yeah, if you could just let me know when this when this is gonna post, then I can of course, you know, share it too. Okay, perfect. And the thing is in November, like November eleventh ish. November third. Okay, November third. Okay, great. Talent. Um, and I'll send you the link to those two so that way you have that. Um, and the cruise is November fourth to the seventh, and it smiles at sea. 
Um, and it's, you know, it's a conference on the ship. It's a dental conference on the ship and we go to the Bahamas and, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be so fun. I'm like, I'm so excited about who's coming and I can't wait to meet new friends and, uh, but I'll make sure that you get that information for sure. Yes. Thank you. And thank you so much for the book. I can't wait to share it with all the people in my office. Love that. Love yeah. that. So feel each other. Okay. And just yes. super Friday. Enjoy yourself. Yes. And I hope I, I can't wait to hear about the conference and you'll have to, we'll have to chat again. Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll keep in contact. Thank you so I love much. It. Thank you, Heather, so much. Have a good day. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Thank you again, Tiffany, for being a guest on the Yoga Teeth podcast today. I will include all the links, including to her book and social media and website in the podcast notes. If you have any mindful tips that can improve a dental hygiene career, I would love to hear them. I am always wanting to improve on this important topic. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Yoga Teeth. I'm Heather Bolton, the yogi hygienist. Namaste.